As I mentioned to you yesterday, he, one of these advices was ensure that they eat only halal. They only eat what is permissible and what is pure. Today I want to talk about his second piece of advice in Imam Al-Ghazai says, the great secret, the great secret of raising good pious children is to keep them away from bad company. Keep them away from bad company. And like all these secrets, this is not secret, this is something which is obviously any intelligent person will, this will be clear to them. The question is, how do you keep people away from bad company? Because we as human beings are social beings. These two years or three years of COVID, one of the greatest problems of this time was not so much the pandemic, but mental illness. And mental illness because of the enforced isolation. You cannot go to office, you have to work from home, you are on Zoom. And Zoom does not compensate for meeting people face to face. You can't go to school, online learning, you can't meet people, you cannot shake hands with anybody, you cannot hug anybody, you cannot even be close to somebody, six feet away, ten people to a room, so on, so on, all the regulations, we went through all of this, we all know, masks, so barriers between people and this resulted in serious mental illness at an epidemic level. I don't think we have ever seen such a widespread of mental illness as we saw in these three years of COVID. Perfectly good people became sick because of this. So we need company. Now if you say to people, keep them away from X, then what is the solution? The only feasible solution is give them a Y in the place of the X. So how do you keep people away from bad company? How do you keep children away from bad company? By keeping them in good company. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself mentioned this in the Quran. He said, Kunu Allah said, be with the people of truth. Be with truthful people. Allah did not say reject people, shun people. As soon as you become Muslim, isolate yourself. Go sit in, the, in a forest, in a cave, under a tree. No. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, be with good people. Now, if you see the seerah of Rasulullah this is one of the first things that will strike you when you read the seerah in the Makkan period. What the Sahaba did was that they changed their company. And I'm talking about their social company. That is the most important thing. Their business transactions, they, I mean, if they were buying and selling, if they were doing something, their business transactions, they did with whoever was the customer. 
So the sahaba did not say, I will sell only to a Muslim, I will not send to a, sell to a non-Muslim. No, I am selling something, whoever is the customer, I will sell. But my time, my spare time, my socializing, the people I meet by choice, the customer you don't meet by choice, the customer comes to you. Those people are the people of faith. Those are the people of haqq. Those are the people of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Rasulullah so they would spend time in Baytul Arqab, in the company of Rasulullah and in the company of other Sahaba, other Muslims. Right? They didn't, they didn't isolate themselves. They didn't say, I won't meet anybody. No. But at the same time, they stopped meeting the people who they normally used to meet. And there were a lot of those. Says Umar al-Khattab about himself. He says that if I did not accept Islam, I would have died either because of too much of alcohol or in a fight because of alcohol. I would have got killed or something. What saved me is Islam. So what does it mean? It means that when he became Muslim, he left that company. And he came into the company of the good people. Now this is something which is very, very important for us to Keep in mind. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also said in the Quran, <coughs> in another place, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that the, the akhillah, that is the plural of khalil, khalil is a very, very close form of friendship. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said the akhillah, the people who are so close to each other in this world, on the day of judgment, will be enemies to one another. They won't just ignore, they won't just not recognize. They will become, any, what is an enemy? Enemy is somebody who wants to harm you. Right? There may be people, for example, in, in, in our life, we don't have to like everybody. There are some people we like, some people we don't like. It's okay, you can, you can not like someone, that's okay. You can, you can actually even work with somebody who you don't particularly like. Because there is some technical competence, something that person has to bring to the table and so on. It's okay, one should, one should be able to do that. You should be able to work with people who may not be uh, of your faith, may not be of your belief, may not be... I'm not talking about people who are corrupt and who have bad values. I'm talking about people who are different from us. We can work with them. But when you are looking at friend, but they are not enemies, right? You won't want to harm the person. Allah says on that day, the Akhillah will be enemies to each other. Illal muttaqin. Except the people of Taqwa. The people of Taqwa will not be that. They will be friends to each other even on the day of judgment. So what does that tell us? It tells us to have good friends. Now, who is a good friend? They asked Rasulullah and he said this in, in the meaning of the hadith. He said somebody who reminds you of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Someone in whose company you remember the day of judgment. And someone from whom you learn something beneficial. Now see how beautiful these three qualities. One is somebody who reminds you of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So obviously it is not somebody who, is, who will take you onto a wrong path and put you into sin or disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No. And second thing is 
When you are in the company of that person, you remember the Day of Judgment because that is the conversation. This is the greatness of Allah, our accountability to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the fact that we have to give hisab. How am I how am I living my life? Am I on the right track? Am I doing something wrong? All this. And the third quality is somebody from whom you will learn something beneficial. It can be anything. Need not necessarily be something related to the religion, it can be anything. Beneficial. So you're talking about somebody who is a intelligent person. Now this is one of the most critical things when they talk to, when they, when they do research uh, in, in universities, for example, uh, of what is the most beneficial. People say the most beneficial thing is to be with people who are more intelligent than you are, who are more well-read than you are, who are more experienced than you are, because they stretch your mind. If you are with, a, with people exactly like yourself, and this is what we usually happens with a lot of people, you li- you like to be with people who are just like you. Believe me, that's a, that's a, that's not a useful thing because you learn nothing. They only know that much. You only know that much. You only have the same old talk, and then it goes off into gossip and so on. So much is said. But if you are with people who are from a different area, who have knowledge which is specialized, people who are you know more intelligent than you, more well traveled than you, more experience of life. Your mind stretches, your mind opens. You say, oh my God, this, there is a world like this also. I did not realize. In my circle of friends, I actually have friends like this. I have some people who I go and meet, not every day, maybe once in a year, maybe twice in a year. But those meetings I cherish, I am very, very uh, I look forward to those meetings and I spend the time with them and I, I spend the time very consciously. I carry a small notebook, I make notes when they talk to me. Some are Muslim, some are not Muslim, some are atheist. It doesn't matter. We're talking now about specialized knowledge. Somebody who learned something beneficial from us. Very, very important for us to do that. So I, I, my advice to you is that Alhamdulillah, try to do this, try to seek the company of good people. Take your families and go and visit people who are good people, who also have children. Teach children, learn from children. Your children, you want to teach them good manners, you know what's the best way? Take them to somebody whose children have good manners. They will learn from them. Instead of you trying to tell them, do this, don't do that, that doesn't work. Take them to somebody whose children have beautiful manners, your children will automatically learn good manners. So that is very important. Find good company, cherish good company and be with good company and keep your family with good company. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to do that which pleases him and to live in a way which pleases him and to live in a way which is a, ma- a matter of honor for us. وصلى الله على نبيه الكريم وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين برحمتك يا رب العالمين